Mission continues. Both partners are not allowed to put a mill or an oven or raise chickens in that chotzer. If only one partner was also to benefit from the other partner based on another, for example, Shimon was also to benefit from Ruvain, they're partners, but only Shimon is also to benefit from Ruvain, so Shimon may not enter the jointly owned chotzer. Rabbi Yasmin Yaakov says, Shimon can tell Ruvain, I'm going into my share of the chotzer and not yours, just as in the previous case when they were. Both author. The mission says we require Shimon to sell his shear in the courtyard. We're concerned that when he sees Reuven using the chazer for all his for all purposes, you know, even putting it in an oven, etc., uh, and he and Shimon sees that his own use is going to be very restricted. This may cause jealousy and may cause him to violate the nether and use the field. Therefore, we will require Shimon to sell his shear in the field. The mission continues. If an outsider. Someone who's not a partner, like let's call him Levi, is also to benefit from one of the partners based on another. He may not enter the chutzr that is jointly owned by the partners. Reliasman Yaakov says he may enter the chutzr by saying that he's entering under the rights of the partner to which he is not also to benefit from. Mission continues. If Shimon is also to benefit from Reuven, and Reuven owns the bathhouse or the olive press in the city, but he leases he leases it out to Levi, the halacha is if Reuven retains a holding in the property, a tfisas yad, we'll see in the Gemara what that means, a tfisas yad, then Shimon may not use it. However, if he does not retain a tfisas yad, Shimon may use it. The mission continues. If Shimon makes a nether to Ruvain, making it also for Shimon to enter Ruvain's house, or making it also for him to buy Ruvain's field, and Ruvain then dies or sells the property, Shimon may then enter the house or buy the field. If Shimon's nether made it also for him to enter this house or buy this field, then even if Ruvain dies or sells the property, Shimon is still also to enter the house or to buy the field. The Mishra's case is where each partner took a neder upon themselves to prohibit themselves from benefiting from the other partner. That's the case where there's machloik between the Rabban and Rabbi and Yaakov. What would be if each partner made a neder to prohibit the other partner from benefiting from them? Meaning, instead of making a neder to prohibit themselves from the other guy, they made a, 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 a neder to prohibit the other guy from benefiting from them. Would the Rabbanon agree with Rabbi Yezun Yaakov in this case, since this was not a willing neder that they went ahead and accepted upon themselves to make themselves usher, and therefore they could enter and say that they're entering on their own issues, or would they argue in this case as well? The Mara says, the Mishra's next case is where one partner was mudder from having benefit, which means the other partner imposed a restriction on him, and still the Rabbanon argue. The Mara says that the second case is not a proof, because the wording of that case should be changed to nadur, not mudar, which means the partner accepted a nether upon himself, prohibiting himself to benefit from the other partner. It makes sense that the word should be changed like this because the Mishnah says that in this case we force the prohibited partner to sell his share of the property. Now, if he's prohibited based on someone else's nether, we would not force him to sell his property based on that. It must be that he's the one himself who made the nether, uh, assuring himself on the other from benefiting from the other person. Zakhtar Gemara, Rabban, the name of the Iri, said the Machlaikis in the mission is only when the Chatzar is large enough to divide among the partners, meaning leaving each with four Amas in front of their door and another four Amas of usage in the area. However, if the Chatzar is not large enough for that, even the Rabbana would agree that the prohibited partner may enter the Chatzar. Rabbi Yosef asked, a shul is considered to be a property that's not large enough to be divided, meaning it can't be divided. And yet, the Mishnah says that when two people of a city are prohibited from each other, they cannot use the shul since each of them own a share in the shul. Rabbi Yosef therefore says that Ziri said the Machloikas in our Mishnah is where the Chatzar is not large enough to be divided. However, if it is large enough to be, to be divided, even Rabbi Yezman Yaakov would agree that the partners are prohibited to enter the Chatzar and they would actually have to, have to divide the Chatzar properly. Zemara says that Rav Huna and Rabbi Lazar are both Paskin like Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov. Mishnah then said, Hamudr Rav Nachman said that Tfisas Yad means that the owner is paid at least half 
or a third or a quarter of the profits from the operation of the property. So as long as he's being, he has a share in the operations of the property, that's called a tefisa yad. Abaya said if he receives any form of profits from the operation, he's considered to have a tefisa yad, meaning even if it's less than a half, a quarter of a third, even if it's a, a, a third or a quarter, even if it's much less, it's still called a tefisa yad. But if he only receives a fixed rental income, then he is not considered to have a tefisa yad because he has no interest in the ongoing operations of that property.